On this special bonus episode of the Marriage Conversation, we're with our good friend Brad Lovell. Brad shares a great deal of his personal testimony and how the Lord has taught him not only how to build, but to maintain a kingdom marriage, and he gives us three great key principles that we can apply to our own marriages. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Chad Robertson. I'm so glad you're joining us on this bonus edition of the Marriage Conversation. This is the Awakened Grace podcast, and hopefully you have listened to many of the episodes so far of the Marriage Conversation. And today, Pastor Eric and I are joined by our great friend, Brad Lovell. God led Brad and his lovely wife, Sarah Beth, to our church a couple of years ago. And since then, they have plugged in and God is using them just literally in an extraordinary way. And I invited Brad to teach the main session of the Sunday morning uh, at the marriage conference we hosted in Gatlinburg this past winter, and uh, that's what this entire marriage conversation is based off of. This is all of the content from the marriage conference. And so today, Pastor Eric and I wanted to sit down with Brad and have him share with our listeners the great content that he shared with us in Gatlinburg at the Marriage Retreat. So Brad, welcome to the podcast today and share with our listeners, let's just kick right off. Your topic was kingdom marriages. Share with us, Brad, a little bit about who you are, but but first of all, what is a kingdom marriage? Well, first, uh, Pastor Chad, Pastor Eric, thanks for uh, having me on the podcast. Um, it's an honor to be with you guys. And um, it was a great, uh, great time at the marriage retreat. And uh, when you asked me to speak on um, at the retreat, I began to pray of what would God have me to speak. And God just kept dropping in my spirit kingdom marriage. And I began to seek the Lord of God, what are you what are you showing me about kingdom marriage? Exactly what is a kingdom marriage? And and basically a kingdom marriage is it's, it's referring to a marriage operating according to the kingdom and it's a specific kingdom which is it's it's god's kingdom and um so it's a conventional union between a man and a woman who commit themselves to function in unison under divine authority in order to replicate god's image and expand his role in the world through both their individual and joint callings um so it's not that uh, we're called just individually but we're called together as a marriage um, so that's really the the beginning part of what God dropped in my spirit of what is a kingdom marriage. Well, and I think you and Sarah Beth, you guys really model this in a, just a tremendous way. Uh, Brad, just so people will get a better understanding about you, I want you to share just a little bit about your story. Uh, you so effectively share where God has brought you from. And for those who have never met you before and never heard your story, maybe uh, those who attend PCC, they see you up on the platform a lot, but maybe they don't know exactly where God led you from and how he connected you and Sarah Beth. And kind of tell us, 
why you guys today have a kingdom marriage because of where God brought you from. Um, sure. So I was raised in the uh, small city in the state of Virginia, uh, Norton. I'm so grateful that I was raised by a wonderful family who um, brought me up in church and lived um, lived a Christian life. You know, from the time I was a young young man, um, ended up moving away um, several years ago uh, to Nashville, Tennessee. Um, unfortunately, I had went through a divorce um, and had started running from the calling of God on my life back in 1999. I received my call to preach while I was attending a youth camp in Barberville, Pentecostal youth camp. And uh, unfortunately, during my divorce, uh, Pastor, I, I began to run from God. I began to run, to run from my calling, and I moved away to Nashville. I started my I started a business, and as my son became older, I decided to move back to be closer to him. Uh, but I was still running from from God and running from the calling of my life. And at one point, I got to a place in my life where I began to get lonely in the natural. And I tried the dating scene. And finally, I got down on my hands and knees one night, and I prayed to God and said, Lord, I want you to place the person in my life that you would have for me. And if I have to wait a week, if I have to wait two years or ten years, uh, I'm willing to do that, to have the person in my life that you would have. And soon after that, um, I was driving back from Nashville after a business trip, and and God broke me. I was about 15 miles outside of Nashville, and the voice of the Lord spoke to me like I've never heard him before. Um, it was the most audible, clear voice that I've heard. And he basically spoke to me and said, if you'll be obedient, I'll bless you in a mighty way. And Pastor, um, I, I broke down. I don't know how I was able to drive back from Nashville to Bristol at that time, um, crying and and just surrendered to God and said, God, I will do what you would have me to do. And soon thereafter, I met my wife, Sarah Beth, and she is the answer to the prayer that I prayed for several years that God would bring someone into my life. Um, that we could fulfill the kingdom marriage and to fulfill the role and the callings in our life. And, and Brad, I, I've heard your testimony before, and when you say that God broke you, uh, I mean, you, you weren't just sort of outside of God's will, right? Like you just weren't a little bit away from the Lord. Uh, you, you, were, you were way away from the Lord, right, uh, when yes, he sir. brought you back. Yes, sir. I mean, this is one of those things that, you know, there's been times in my life that, as you said, you kind of sort of get off track. But this is a time that I had really went down the wrong path. And there were several times I remember calling my mother and, and saying, you know, Mom, the Bible says that God would never leave us nor forsake us. He would always be with us. And I feel like that I've not just hit rock bottom, but I feel like I've fell through the bottom. And that's where I was in my walk with Christ was, although he was always right beside me, I was so far away from him in my mind and spirit that I, I didn't have a care in the world. Um, I had turned to, to alcohol, um, dabbling a little bit in, in, in marijuana, um, and had just, just completely ran from the calling of my life. So, Brad, you have such a powerful testimony. You have such a strong story of someone who was submitted to the Lord 
and then they ran from God's call, and now God has brought you back. Well, at this point, uh, you and Sarah Beth get married. Uh, you guys, uh, both of your lives are surrendered to the Lord at this point, right? When yes, you sir. get married. Well, here's one thing that I love that I want to say specifically as a word of hope to people who are listening. You and Sarah both, uh, you and Sarah Beth both suffered a divorce. And I want to say something right here. Some of the strongest families in our church are families that are on their second or their third marriage. And while we don't want to see anyone go through a divorce, that's why we take such effort and such energy to counsel marriages and to create resources like this. Uh, our job is to save marriages, right? Amen. But sometimes uh, divorce is inevitable. And sometimes you cannot help the actions of another person. And if you're listening right now and you are walking through a divorce, I want you to know there's a life after divorce. Would you agree with that, Brad? Amen. Absolutely, Pastor Chad. You know, I would have never dreamed that I would have went through a divorce. It was definitely something that I never intended. And but I'm so thankful for the grace and the love of Christ that um, even though when we fall, um, His love and His mercy and His grace picks us up. And, and you're right. You know, I met Sarah and she had went through a divorce herself. And when God brought us together, I, I knew right away it, it, it wasn't just an emotional thing. It was a spiritual connection that I just knew that God had brought her into my life. And once we began to, once we got married, um, it, we started to, you know, decide, you know, what, God, where would you have us to be? I was attending a church that I was kind of raised in. Um, she was attending um, a, a couple different churches, just trying to to find the right fit for her. And she had mentioned that um, she wanted to um, come visit the church, Preaching Christ Church. And and I knew from the moment we walked in the church um, that that was home for us, and that was home for our marriage. And um, we left that day, and the Spirit of God had just moved so strongly on me from the moment of worship through through your message and uh, we we knew right away that this was home this was going to be home for us and and we began to build our kingdom marriage um through the preaching christ church where god had placed us well you guys have just been an enormous blessing to me and sadie personally and to our church and i'm thankful that you guys are transparent about your past and about where God has brought you from because uh, you guys minister in a really powerful way. Not only do you uh, minister at Preaching Christ Church, but also you guys lead a Celebrate Recovery. You help in the worship, right, of a Celebrate Recovery? Yes, sir. We actually do um, at Bloomingdale, over in Bloomingdale. Um, we've been doing Celebrate Recovery, the music there, for a couple years. Um, that's about to kick back off again. Now we're kind of getting past the, the pandemic here, um, and we're, we're grateful for that. But we're grateful for that opportunity um, to, to just be used. That's always been our prayer is, God, we want to be used by you. Um, your will be done in our life. Your will be done in our marriage. And that, that kind of goes back into the kingdom marriage um, pastor is 
you know, in, in Matthew 16, Jesus, he spoke and he said, I'll tell you, you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And, and I started to apply that, that scripture specifically to my, to our marriage because, you know, being married and both you and Pastor Eric, both of being married yourself, is we both know, we all three know that marriage can be challenging. And no matter how close we are to God, sometimes our marriage can still um, be be tough. Um, we battle our flesh. And how we grow in a kingdom marriage is by building our marriage on the rock of Christ. And uh, things aren't always going to be easy, it's going to be challenging at times. But what I've learned is um, it's like that old song says that he's the God in the mountain and he's the God in the valley. And as long as we build our, our marriage um, on the rock of Christ, then the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. There's nothing that Satan can come against us as long as we're covered by the blood of Jesus in, in our walk with Christ and our marriage. So in your marriage, what I'm curious to know, Brad, because... Very similar to Sarah, Brett, Sarah Beth and yourself, my wife and I, we serve in, in worship and ministry together too. So what does serving look like for you, and why is that so important? Why is that something you guys, I know that you do it intentionally. So why does that matter so much to your marriage? Again, Pastor Eric, it goes back to just to want to be used by the by God. Of saying, God, you've placed us up on this earth for one reason, and that's to do your work. And I learned a long time ago when it, uh, I want to have that servant mindset, whether it's, you know, just because I have a calling to preach on my life doesn't mean that my servanthood just is behind the, the pulpit. Right. Um, if, if the vac, if the floors need vacuumed, I want to vacuum. If the wall, if the walls need painted, I want to paint them. If, um, if something needs dusted, if the bathrooms needs cleaned, I want to, I want to clean the bathrooms. And that's so important, not only to myself, but also to, to Sarah Beth is we have that servant mindset. It's something that God has instilled in both of our, our hearts is to do the work in the kingdom of God. And, and by doing so, we're rewarded by that. And it's, and it's not a reward of a tangible thing of God saying, here's this, I'm rewarding you. And it's something that we can hold that um, we're rewarded in our spirit and our heart through our servanthood. So Brad, I, I want to ask you this on behalf of our listeners. Uh, perhaps there's uh, a marriage listening right now that they really want to make this turn, right? Maybe they, they've, they've done life in their own terms and maybe they're trying to do marriage the way that they you know think it should be done and it's just not quite working out and they're listening to this saying i do want to build my life on the rock i do want to make this turn and i want to begin to really follow christ I want to know what that looks like for you and Sarah Beth, because I grew up with Sarah, right? Right. I was in youth group with Sarah. I remember, even though I'm blind now, I remember her very well. And uh, and and Sarah, kind of like my wife, and they're great friends. Um, I think some people have in their head what a submissive wife should look like or be like that's not our wives right right <laughs> <laughs> i would give some examples but i know sadie will be listening so i won't do that <laughs> yeah. but uh but no seriously you know god didn't create 
the role as we've been talking through this marriage conversation series god didn't create the husband as the head to be domineering and he didn't give us our role uh as the head to to you know be authoritative toward our wife you know our our wives are we're, we're partners in this thing god I, I love someone said it one time that god took the wife from the rib not so she's underneath us so she's right beside us and i think you and sarah beth model that really well so what in your home how do you as a husband how do you lead your family how do you lead the marriage and build on the rock that is christ well, you kind of hit the nail on the head with Sarah Beth. Um, as far as growing up with her, Betty, she's a she's a character at times, and she um, and she's one of the hardest working people I know. Um, but you know, Chad, it all starts with first from from me surrendering to God. I've got to surrender. This is the commandment of God on my life. It's not a Brad show. It's not a man show. It's not that man, male or female show. This is this is God show. That's excellent. So you're saying then you're saying if you're going to lead your wife well, you have to follow Jesus well. Amen. It's excellent. It, it starts with me following the footsteps of Christ. Yes. If I can follow His footsteps, then I can lead my marriage in the direction spiritually that God intends it to go. That's excellent. And and see, I think so many men miss this point. You know, the Bible says in Genesis, after Adam and Eve sinned, <clears throat> after they had failed, the Bible says that God has put it in the heart of the woman to follow her husband. Isn't that remarkable? It is. That that's why that's why a husband can take a job across the country. And the wife will leave her whole family and her whole familiarity to follow him. God has put that in the hearts of wives. And, and I think it's beautiful, exactly what you're saying. When you're committed to following Jesus, your wife is going to have no trouble following you. That's the principles that God has laid out. And that's what I think you guys model so well. I appreciate that. It, it you know what it does. It starts first with the surrendering to Christ. Um, me personally, as a husband, as a man, and then it comes down to me praying for my spouse and me making the sacrifices that I need to make for my spouse and to to value who she is and and what she does in our in our marriage um, and to honor each other and to and to seek understanding. That's the thing is. You know, sometimes it's hard, Chad, to, to understanding a, a, a woman at times. You know, it's a, my, my poor wife, she, she loves to have every light on in the house. I can come home, and I just don't understand why she has to have every light on in the house. And, uh, but there's a, there's a reason behind that. She's always ha she always has a reason behind that. And I want under to reason with her. Um, but it all starts with me just um, falling on my face daily and saying, God, you have directed me as the man of this house and I need direction and I need guidance both spiritually and while I'm on this earth to guide my family in the direction that you would have it to go. Yes, that, that that's tremendous. And you said a word, you just said a word a few moments ago that I think again is a key to being a kingdom husband and leading a kingdom marriage. You said sacrifice. You know, so often 
the world will only focus on the Bible says wives are to submit and that's all that they see that's all that they focus but what scripture also says men husbands we are to sacrifice and when you live a sacrificial life like that when our wives really are the priority their preferences are the priority their opinions are the priority then they're going to have no trouble submitting to our leadership as we try to lead them as we follow Christ you're you're right you know when we when we enter into marriage it's like our our relationship with God as we enter into a covenant when we accept Christ in our life we enter in a, a covenant with Christ and when we say I do with our spouses we're entering into a covenant with them and and just as God wants an everlasting covenant relationship with us individually he also wants that in our marriage with our spouses and and that's the importance of um, again, it's taking the sacrifices. It's it's you know the the sweat, the tears, and um, you know, you know just lifting each other up uh, in the time of need. And one thing that I I can really just say about Sarah Beth is, you know, even though we've only been married for you know a few years now, there's been times that I feel like the weight of the world has been on my shoulders, and she knows that I've been seeking God and 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 seeking for direction. But she's there to lift me up. She's there to, to raise my arms up. And not necessarily in the, naturally, but just when she's praying for me, of lifting that burden off of me. And because she knows that I'm seeking Christ, I'm making a sacrifice for, for what I would have, what I'm believing God is for the best for our marriage. And that's how we grow in a kingdom marriage. Is it, it, It's not just... Um, and what I want the listeners to understand, it's not just a man show. It's not just a woman show. Again, it goes back to the covenant. It's a covenant of God, and we have to trust Christ in every situation that we do. Um, so, yes, there's going to be sacrifices. There's going to be challenges. But the importance of being directed and led by the Spirit of God in every decision we make as a marriage, that's how we build that kingdom marriage is being led by the Holy Spirit. So, Brad, we've talked to couples who uh, want to begin a kingdom marriage, but just for a moment, let, let's talk to couples who uh, say they they have a kingdom marriage. They both love the Lord. They both want God's will for their lives, for their families. What would you say to couples to help them stay on track, to help them maintain God as priority and, and growing in a kingdom marriage? Um, so, you know, there's three things that that God spoke to me specifically when I was preparing for our, our marriage retreat. Um, you know, when we operate in our marriages based on these three principles of the kingdom agenda, we're, we are free to experience God's hand and blessing and His promise to work all things together for good, as it says in the book of Romans. Um, you know, a marriage, it just can't just be a passion it must have a purpose. So the three things that I want you to focus on, if you're taking notes and you can quickly jot these down, uh, growing your kingdom marriage is uh, the first is uh, communication and prayer. We'll combine those together. The second is going to be giving. And the third is going to be having a purpose or a vision. And just quickly touching on each of those really quickly is I want you to understand that isolation is a killer. It is a killer in our natural walk 
but it's also killer in our marriage. And listen, guys, I can be the first to raise my hand. I know you can't see me raising my hand, but I have a, a, a tendency to isolate myself. And this is somewhere that, that God has been convicting me on, um, that I've got to be able to openly communicate with my wife. And to then that's how we're going to grow in each other, but also in our marriage. Secondly is in our giving. You know, guys, I have been faithful, I mean, for many years, and I've prayed, God, if you'll bless me financially, I will bless and build your kingdom. And listen, that is a principle that I've lived on. It's the word of God. And it's a value of my life that my wife and I, we give when the spirit of God speaks to us and says, I want you to bless so-and-so. We don't question each other. We don't question it. We give, um, our tithe. There's no question about it. We, we are faithful in our giving. That is a principle of building your kingdom marriage. And thirdly, and lastly, um, you, you've got to have that purpose and vision. And we've talked about that, you know, throughout this podcast. But um, the bottom line is marriage, it's a kingdom concept. It's not just a social one. And we've got to maintain that. If you want to grow your marriage every single day and you want to have that kingdom marriage you've got to connect with your spouse and how you connect with your spouse is through connecting with the holy spirit well brad that is tremendous content i just can't thank you enough for joining us today with sharing with our listeners uh what has made a difference in your own life in your own marriage and as as your pastor, I, I, no pun intended, but I see you and Sarah Beth walking these principles out, and I believe that the favor of God is all over you guys. So I thank you for joining us today. I thank you for the ministry you guys are doing and the way that you are allowing the Lord to use you. Brad, lastly, I want to ask you, brother, uh, pray for the marriages that are listening right now. You know, there's many people in many different circumstances. There are husbands, there are wives, there are those who are on the brink of divorce, there are those who are in the best spot of their lives in marriage, there are those who are not even married yet, they're getting ready to be married. Pray for everyone listening. God knows every situation, God is able to speak into everyone's situation. And I just want you to pray for the marriages and for the individuals who are listening. Absolutely. Um, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. I thank you for this time that I've been able to be with Pastor Chad and Pastor Eric, Lord. Um, I thank you, Lord, for the sweet presence that um, I feel with them right now in this room. And God, I just pray right now over every, every listener. Um, I pray for every marriage. God, those that are struggling, God, I pray, Lord, that your provision would be with them. I pray, God, right now, God, for those that are that are on top of the mountain, but the enemy is going to try to come in and strike them and destroy their marriage. And I just pray your provision over them, Lord. And for those that are listening that have have yet to come into communi- communion with someone, Lord, in, in marriage, uh, I pray that you would lead and guide them just as you did me, Lord. Uh, I pray for the couples in our church, Lord. I pray, God, that your hand would be upon them, Lord. I pray that, that you would just continue to guide us, each of us, Lord, including myself, of what we need to, to do to grow our marriage 
into the covenant that you would you have ordained it to be god which is ultimately going to draw us closer to you and god that's the most important thing god i want to be drawn closer to my wife i want to love her unconditionally lord but God, most importantly, Lord, I want to love you unconditionally, and I want to be drawn closer to you, Lord, on, a, on an individual level, but God, most importantly, on a marriage level, because God, that it all goes back to where two are gathered in, in your name, that you're in the midst, that that way when my wife and I, when we lock hands and we've been faced with battles and struggles and mountains, Lord, that we can we can come against that um, through our, our our covenant with each other, and and the relationship that we continue to form with you, God, and that we can continue to build our marriage upon the rock upon the rock that the gates of hell cannot prevail against. Lord, I pray, God, for every person listening right now, in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen.